0: Hello, apartment friends. It's me, Leslie Mathis, with the Multifamily Streamline Podcast. Last week was a whirlwind. In an effort to be home with my family for more of the week, I crammed three or four days of travel into two days and basically utilized the full 48 hours. At no point was I bragging, but it honestly just came up in conversation. I flew to Atlanta. My driver, which sounds fancy, took me to Cherokee, North Carolina, to speak at a leadership event. We then drove back to atlanta carlo has been driving me around atlanta for four years so honestly it was a great day we truly enjoy each other's company he kind of just feels like family at this point being on stage filled my cup something about seeing the faces in person versus across the screen it just was awesome the next morning i had a meeting in atlanta and then flew to west palm beach for an afternoon meeting I took those amazing people to dinner for accommodating my crazy schedule, and then I flew home. Honestly, because Carlo was doing the driving on Wednesday, and I was flying around on Thursday, I kept up with my emails and my day-to-day, but still had a few pending projects to get done Friday. Hang in there with me, because I promise I have a point that I believe several of you need to hear. My youngest had a presentation at school on Friday, and for once I knew about it ahead of time, and we could all coordinate schedules. It was amazing, and I was so proud of the person she wanted to represent in her project. The weekend hit, and we had so much to do, and when I sat down at my computer on Monday morning because I was too exhausted to work on Sunday night, a thought hit me. On Friday, I chose to be a mom. But in the process, I let a lot of others down and missed several deadlines that I committed to. you. But the funny thing was, I didn't feel bad about it. You know why? Because for once, the person I didn't let down mattered a whole lot more than all those others. For once, as a mom, I got something right. See, lately it's been all work and no play for a lot of different reasons. And while this past week might have been one of the craziest, it was honestly one of the most fulfilling. My coach said it a lot in the beginning, and perhaps I have shared it, but that old crazy saying about fill your cup so you can pour into others... Well, that simply is not true. You have to continually be pouring into yourself so you can overflow into others all while keeping your cup continuously filled. Friends, that's where we are getting it wrong. We pour and we pour and we pour into our cup until our cup is dry. We can't gather the strength to move on. This business continually takes from us, but we have to find a way to fill our cup in a meaningful way that pours out to others, overflows to others. See, if you run your cup dry too many times, it just becomes harder and harder to keep up. So many of us are perfectionists by nature, which just adds to the level of stress. And we just don't want to let anyone down. Perhaps we tell ourselves over and over that once we get to that level, we can find time for all the things that are important to us, like our daughter's presentation. But the reality is we must find the time now. I took a minute to look up the word sacrifice, and it comes with a pretty heavy meaning. It says destruction or surrender of something for the sake of something else. So often we are making sacrifices, but I just have to wonder if that is really what is needed. Do we make those sacrifices because we feel like we have to? Is it because we are too scared to ask? I know I put the pressure on myself. I own my own company and I don't have to ask for permission and I have the flexibility to make my own schedule. But I find myself overcommitting committing all the time because I don't want to let anyone down. And then sometimes in the process, I let them all down. It honestly just happened to me tonight. Things on my to-do list that need thought or more narrative tend to linger. And I mean, for weeks and months, it just sits there haunting me. But the reality is I could just knock it out, work a few extra minutes, get it done. Today, when I finally decided to just knock it out, I realized it had been 60 days And I'm very certain that someone who trusted me, I let them down in a big way. They don't even know me well enough to know it wasn't intentional. And I take my word very serious. I'm sure I'm not the only one that has this has happened to you. But man, it feels bad. We have to learn to release and let go of the pressure we put on ourselves to be all the things to all the people. We just can't be that. We aren't perfect. And we can't be everyone's cup of tea or whiskey in a teacup, whatever you want to call it. And that's okay. When we stop trying, we might just show up better and stronger than ever. So how do we do that? First, I say it a lot and somehow become really bad at it. We must take ownership of our schedule back. Sometimes we have to attend meetings we don't want to attend, but we don't have to say yes to all the things. Second, we focus on the things that are moving us closer to our goals. This week for me, it was being a better parent. So that is what I did. I cleared my schedule, canceled the meeting, and saw Kinsey's presentation. The only time my phone came out was for a picture with my girl. Third, Maybe you remove the distractions, minimize television, screen time, social media. What is the thing that is sucking your time that doesn't provide any forward momentum? I had to stop shopping for a while and limit my social media. I've traded television for books and bought a walking pad to get in my steps. If you hear me out of breath on a call, now you know why. Honestly, if you hear me scream, it's because I fell off. Okay, fine. I walk slow, so it shouldn't be an issue with either. There will be times we can multitask, such as walking on a call, but make sure it doesn't come at the sacrifice of the quality of your work. I got a standing desk so I could walk and do my pricing calls at the same time. Fourth, find an accountability partner. I feel so strongly about this. That we really need to add to the podcast list to devote a whole episode to it. But for now, find a peer to hold you accountable. Fifth, find the thing that fills your cup daily to ensure you are overflowing into others. Until you know what that is, just read 10 pages of motivational or self-improvement books and take a quick walk around the neighborhood. For me, it is giving back to this industry. So I need to write daily, plan motivational emails, host podcasts, get those motivational calls on the calendar, write training material, mentor others. That's what keeps me going. Helping others with strategy too, and not just my own within the portfolio. When I am not doing those things, all the other items feel like death by a thousand paper cuts. I love this industry, but it doesn't mean some of the things don't drive me bananas. When I am doing my thing with consistency, wow, those things just don't bother me. And when things are tough, I really try to see it from another perspective, focusing on the things I can control and doing those things to my best ability. Maybe that's what it's about. Daring to be different, daring to see it from a different angle, daring to take a different approach, Daring to do the thing that might be hard, but just might be worth it. In my mind, that is where we find our glow. Perhaps part of that even comes, or perhaps part of that is even confidence. For each of us, our glow can come from a different place. But when we dare to be different, forge the path less traveled, we glow even brighter. This could mean we stand out from our comps, we stand out from our peers within the portfolio, we stand out from our peers within the region, we stand out from our peers within the client's portfolio. From there, we build momentum. John Maxwell says momentum is a leader's best friend. One step at a time, we build momentum, one win at a time. Starting small with consistency leads to big changes, big momentum, less setbacks, more glow. Haven't you seen that? We were all all rolling. The big momentum is going. Then a setback comes, and it's not so bad. But when everything seems to be going wrong, the setbacks feel huge, and it feels like you can never get ahead. Before we get our momentum going, we have to change our perspective, understand what we can change and what we can't, what we can control, and where we are at the mercy of others. Let's look at a couple examples. You're on a lease We can't control the construction schedule, but what we can control is the prospect experience, the online presence, our social media, quality of reporting. You're on a takeover. We can't control all the past mistakes of the previous owner or management company, but we can control the experience moving forward. We can make sure our word means something. We can make the corrections to the wrongs, bad accounting, poor communication, you get it. And then on a renovation, we can't control the hidden skeletons we might find in the closet or the wall, but we can control the quality of work and the resident experience and communication. You know, a choice is an act of selecting or making a decision when faced with two or more possibilities. Today, I chose to be a mom. That didn't mean the world would end or all the work I put in would be for nothing. What are you choosing to do today? Don't let fear or disappointment keep you from something important. We can prioritize to limit the sacrifice and still hit the expectations. And just so you know, I did catch up on Monday and Tuesday, so all is well with the world. The funny part of the deadlines I missed, they were all self-inflicted. I set those dates without looking at my calendar. No one asked for anything in that timeframe. Show yourself some grace. An extra day or two in most cases won't change the results. See you back here next week.